Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn right, bro. 4 a.m., I'm just getting started. For my birthday, I threw me a surprise party. Reminiscing about the trap playing the first quarter. My life changed when I had my first daughter. Got my first quarter flipping $50 slabs. The nigga looking at the bills, asking you for half. Cut from a different cloth. Take pride in resource. Anytime she want to dip, I'm providing the sauce. You on side of the boss. Show episode 39. Starting things off a little shoot two chains off that pretty girls like trap music album. Have anybody been by have anybody, David here? We got shot here. Have anybody any of us have been by that um that pink trap house? It's been it's a it's been a, like a cultural phenomenon. Everybody taking pictures on the gram at that trap house. Yeah, I've I haven't been by the trap house yet. Like, I don't know. It's it, it seems like at first it was like oh, okay it's just for girls and then i saw like a guy take a picture out there i was like oh, okay that's kind of a cool picture then i saw everybody out there i was like wow this definitely would have been a cool picture when it was cool and now it's like everyone's there so it's, if you go there now and take a picture it's kind of basic but then you don't want to feel left out when it's gone so it's a <laughs> yeah conflicting you know thing within my head yeah, yeah i haven't been by there yet but i will go by there today i was kind of ironic thing last night i was actually driving on Howell mill last night and i was thinking about it i was like Something is in this area I'm supposed to go by. <laughs> then yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. Then I realized, I was like, oh, dang, it's the trap house. I mean, they, <laughs> I like they, the... they calling it now. They're referring to it now as like an Atlanta landmark. Yeah, Like an right, Atlanta right. landmark. Right. It's like the uh, the they, rap snacks. Th- but exactly. In house form. Exactly. Like, they putting that mess up on the same, uh, up on the same deal as the, you know, as the, like, the varsity and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, like that's, the that's big, big chicken. Thing. The varsity and then the pink trap house. That's it. That's ATL for you. That's that's ATL. We have we, we got a new landmark. We, we, what other cities out there that got that got a, a pink or even a blue trap house as a landmark? No, none right, of y'all. Right, right, right. Boston ain't no, got no none more. of y'all like that. I don't think any city will allow uh, a landmark to be named with trap a trap house. I don't think anyone will. Allow Not Miami. That. No, no. I I don't think Miami will. Uh, Miami. They, they might. <laughs> They might. I don't know. Miami's pretty fun, so they might Miami's allow pretty, that. Yeah, Miami's pretty fun. They may, they may very well be on that stuff, but uh, but yeah. Episode thirty nine. Thanks everyone once again for um once again for tuning in. Almighty Baller Podcast Network and everything. Um, shout out to y'all as always and everyone for. Shout out to, to Dash. To Dash Radio, too, absolutely. We, we, we love you, Dash. You know, we know you're listening to us on a weekly basis, so we just wanted to shout all y'all out and keep listening to us. You know, A-League, we here. We love you. Te quiero, Dash. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, definitely for sure. Thanks, everyone, everybody out there, of course, for always tuning in and always supporting us. So, oy vey, NBA free agency. Like, honestly, like, it's, and not only free agency, but also trades. I mean, I was, I was following twitter and instagram last night and just scrolling through and then all of a sudden i see this thing where i'm like wait a second is this for real paul george to the oklahoma city thunder like is this for real like and then you know with everything going on with you know chris paul and kyle lowry it just seems as though like the entire what is it with everybody going to the west it seems like everybody's going to the west like the east got nothing but lebron james now right i I don't okay so first I want to debunk that theory because everybody's been saying that. But as we were saying last night, as I was saying last night in the group chat, the top five seats in the East have stood pat. So, the, I mean, all the best players from the East that are going to the West are, are from, like, the bottom six seats. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, it's not that big of a difference of, of as far as the East goes. That's the strength of the East. But, I mean, and then, you know, the guys at the bottom of the East that didn't make the playoffs, Charlotte, they got better. Uh, you know, Miami, they, they're the still same team, but just as uh, Winslow didn't play last year, but 18 games. And then, you know, also, uh, who's another team? Detroit. Detroit's another team that didn't make it. They were also always on the borderline. They always win about 40 games. So, you know, yeah. I mean, the East is going to be fine. I think the eighth seed in the East is still going to win 40 games at least. Yeah, the Bulls and the Pacers when they made the playoffs anyways. If uh, Butler would have stayed and mm. if George would have stayed, it's just uh, – You, you know, sure? I, would, I wouldn't expect – In the East? I mean, I expect Miami to make it. Oh, Miami definitely would have been in a lock to make it. And then, um, you know, shoot, it's just funny. I, you know, I was supposed to take Atlanta out, but, you know, Atlanta got a shot to make it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Everybody got a shot to make it in the East because it's the East. By the way, must we mention the name of that dude that went to Charlotte? Must we mention the name of the dude oh, that oh, Atlanta oh, traded he, away to Charlotte? He, uh, the only player in the East history that can prove he can beat LeBron James. That I got. Man. I got to get that in there because I know you was gonna get that into there. <laughs> hey, 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 that Charlotte got better, you know, and uh, I mean Dwight, he shows that he makes teams win more games. Well, you can debate it or not, but he's shown teams. He has a track record that he makes team win games. But what I want to, but games. what I'm trying to get to, I guess, is you know, with, not just with you know with people going to the east and everything because i've been seeing memes all over the place like oh the next year you know the all-star game next year is in la at staples and everybody's been saying like oh the 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 final result from the all-star game is going to be something like 500 to 100 in favor of the west i can <laughs> i i don't I mean, like the west has always been stacked i mean and the thing true. about it is just like the, the west, west wasn't better than the east last year uh, yeah, it's just the the West is not you know they're not gonna get no special all, no extra All Star spots. I mean we're gonna probably see the same guys except for exception like one or two guys difference. I mean because mm. yeah, they got a lot of you know a lot of talent. You know it's only three forward spots and three you know and two starting guard spots and you know who knows how reserves are gonna be now. But you know we'll see how that goes. But I don't I don't really expect no. Uh, Nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, Tony Parker, he got jobbed a, a couple of years in the in the West, just being in the West. So true. You know. Do you feel like perhaps that you know? Do you think that the Paul George acquisition by Oklahoma? Do you think that perhaps potentially changes things in terms of you know in terms of where things are for the West? I don't think it really changes things all that much because as you know, you pointed out, Rashad, and as so many people have pointed out, that really is only a one year rental. That in many oh, ways, Paul George is only a, it's only a one-year rental, and everybody's really expecting him after that one-year rental is over to pretty much ship on over <clears> to LA. Right. Yeah. It's just. Um, I mean, you improve Oklahoma City, but it's still not Golden. It's still not going to touch Golden State. Right. They're not Golden State. Just two guys. I mean, that's you know that's no yeah. different than Houston right now. It's just. Uh, yeah, you still got to worry about the Spurs. You still got to worry about somehow, some way, no matter how talent, how much, how old that team is, they managed to win sixty games and, <laughs> and yeah. at least make it to the second round. And and uh, you know the Rockets have a very hard time beating. Like D'Antoni's never beat Popovich, and right. some and uh, the second know, best team in the league. That's because D'Antoni D'Antoni only coaches offense. Popovich puts emphasis on defense. Like there's a reason why they call Mike D'Antoni Mike Antoni because he don't he don't coach no D <laughs> at all and he's never coached any D for his entire career even when he was in Phoenix. So. It's, it's ironic though because I think last season James Harden played the best defense of his career. I would say. Hmm. 
Probably. He, I mean, he probably, you know, he probably did. But, you know, like I said, you know, we'll see, you know, how all this, you know, how all this plays out and everything. But yeah. if only they combine yeah. on one team like uh, Oklahoma City and, uh, and Houston, it's just, it's just lateral, you know, because you still got, you know, you got a slightly improved Houston team and you got a slightly improved Oklahoma City team. And those two teams faced off. And, uh, First round, I believe, and at first round, I believe, and you know, first or second, I think. Yeah, and now they gotta do it again. It's just, uh, you know, like I said, I still, it still doesn't change the fact that you know you're probably gonna have another go to state San Antonio West Conference Finals. It just you know, it's gonna be more entertaining now, more star power in the playoffs for the West. But yeah, and because Kawhi may actually be healthy for that series, because <laughs> yeah. he wasn't healthy for the last one. But yeah, I mean, in the East, you know, East is always boring. <laughs> <laughs> East is all East is always boring. <laughs> Quote that from David. East is always boring. But you know, I do. The Knicks can make the playoffs. Oh, if the oh, if the, if the no. Knicks, if the no, Knicks, I'm ju- yeah, I'm <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> For, for you listeners, you that know, was a joke. For all you New York listeners, you know what? I'm, I'm actually not. You know, th- as far as I'm concerned, almost anybody can make the playoffs in the in, in the East. Nah. Like, the I mean, Knicks, regardless any- of what happens in the East, the Knicks. You don't think the Knicks could make no. it as an eight seed, even with e- all even the mess they, they got save, going on? They, they, Derrick Rose averaged eighteen. I didn't even know Derrick Rose averaged eighteen points yeah, last either. year. <laughs> they, they were like, because uh, they were talking about, you know, Rose looking at other teams, I guess, or something. And uh, they said Rose averaged 18 points last year, which was the highest he's averaged since 2011. I was like, Rose averaged 18 points? But, yeah, still, they're, they're with Rose and Melo and Porzingis, you know, the team stays pat. They're yeah. still not going to make it. Yeah, they're talking about trading Carmelo and then Rose. Rose might not come back. It's my brain in George Hill. Well, yeah. Where do you think Rose goes, though? Because the, the main – place everybody was saying was Minnesota but they got their point guard now right um I don't know maybe Sacramento uh Chicago they were be, uh rebuilding you think he, goes, he would go back to Chicago I mean I don't know they're, they're, they're rebuilding you know yeah, I mean, they're, but if they're rebuilding if they're rebuilding why would they take on an aging Derrick Rose and that contract oh well Derrick Rose he ain't gonna help you win <laughs> so not not this Derrick Rose and keep keep the team happy. Keep, I mean, keep the city happy. You're not gonna win regardless. Yeah, because because the 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 Bulls they seem like it's just a they, the the Bulls seem like just as big a mess as the Knicks right now with everything that they have going on. Yeah, so if they bring back Derrick Rose, I feel like they would purely be bringing him back for PR reasons to try and bring people to try and bring people you know to the arena. But what about Derrick and Rose sell jerseys to, to the Clippers? I mean, they got um. Name. Patrick Beverly. I mean, oh, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And plus uh, the Clippers seem like, the plus the Clippers. Um, even though they did just re-sign Blake Griffin right. to a huge contract. By the way, Derrick Rose can't go anywhere, man. Yeah. Now, the more I think about it, like who doesn't have a point guard? Who doesn't? Orlando. Have a point guard? Uh, Orlando, they, they, maybe. They, they got Peyton. Okay, Peyton. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's then, he's a young guy. And they're rebuilding too. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, where can Derrick Rose go? Where can he? Where I, can I, he I don't think Derrick Rose can go anywhere. The bottom line, unless he, he's, he's unless kinda, he decides, kind of in the back, he has to go back to New York. Unless he decides, like you know what, forget this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go overseas. Oh unless, yeah, to, it, join unless, the big three. Unless Antonio want to take a chance on him, but he don't really. He's kind of different from there. Oh <laughs> yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. San Antonio. That, that's the team. He, yeah. he can go to San Antonio because yeah, San Antonio was trying to go after after CP3. They yeah. they uh, resigned uh, Mills. Yeah. So they they're pretty much kind of. 
Tony Parker isn't in the plans anymore. Yeah, he's out to January, so. Yeah, they yeah. could definitely use a point guard. I don't, I don't think they trust Murray like that. Probably not. They may not. Oh, definitely not as your only point guard. Yeah. You know, one, one of two, of course, but not as your only. It's like Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Rose at this point, if he goes anywhere, I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those issues where kind of like what Detroit tried to do in some way with AI at the back end of his career when they made that trade for AI. I feel like if Rose goes anywhere, I wonder if he would be fine coming off of the bench. Maybe. I wonder if he were fine being a six man. You want to get a ring? That's his best bet. <laughs> hey, work for hey, hey, it worked for the other AI. It worked for Andre Iguodala. And remember, he played on the same team for many years as Allen. Uh, did he play on the same team as Allen Iverson? Or am I, yeah, am I tripping? Yeah, yeah he, he played did. together. He he played together. Oh, okay. he played together for a few years. Oh yeah, they're right because they were calling him the other AI. So yeah. No, yeah. no announcement from the Hawks. The other thing I've seen was like Mike Muscala's getting a lot of interest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Hawks uh, are uh, I mean, the Hawks are the Hawks. But uh. Be, you know, I was thinking about it last night. Okay, so in 2003, if I told you in 10 years or 11 years, the two premier teams in the league would be the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors, you'd be like, what? Come on, bro. No. Come no on. way. In 2003, you'd be like, come on, man. Nah. This is before we knew Cleveland was going to get the number one pick. Wait, okay, all right, hold on. So 2002, excuse me. 2002, 12 years. So with that being said, I think in, um, I think in 2029, the Hawks will be championship contenders. Look out! Look out! There go away. There's Rashad saying it right there. Saying it right there. 2029, book it. Hawks, start the parade down Peachtree. Start the parade <laughs> down Peachtree 2029. The Hawks will win. The championship and they'll be perennial championship contenders year after year after year after year. Lock uh, how old it you be, man? in. I would Lock be it in. 34. 2029? 2029, I'll be 34. 2029, I'll be. I'll be in my 40s then. Oh, wow. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll <laughs> almost be in my 40s. So, I'll almost be in my 40s. I'll probably be going gray hair out of my beard. <laughs> I'll probably, you know, I'll be there to, to watch it with my son. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, like t- 2029, 2020. How, how old is Jay Z gonna be in 2020? In 2029, yeah, hey, Jay Z will still be working on maturing then. Yeah. <laughs> he'll still he's, probably he's still be working on himself, still maturing. We gonna get into Jay Z, we gonna get into Hope a little gonna bit make, later. He's gonna make a song like Cranberry Juice. You know, they don't eliminate now, then I can do my, my cranberry juice thing. He ain't gonna be able to drink no lemonade. <laughs> I think he's still, he's still gonna be rapping in 2029. This, this, this I think Jay-Z so. will never get old. He, like, he was, I, I thought with Magna Carta in 2000, I thought that was it because, you know, he kind of seemed like he ran out of stuff to rap about. The only thing he was rapping about was how great his life was. And no one can relate to that. Like, right. no one's related to Beyonce in here. You know, we're not billionaires. We never owned a portion of the Nets. So can't nobody relate to that. But this one was for the people. And we'll get into that later. Yeah, so, true, yeah. true, true. Like, it'll just be so interesting. 2029, 2029. And Atlanta's still going to be putting out great hip hop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty 2029. Much. Oh, yeah. We Atlanta's still going to be running be, things around here. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's running hip hop for... Until I say about New York had it for what 20, 30 years. New York had it from like the start up until about maybe like the two thousand two thousand two when Murder Inc. fell off. So so you're talking about thirty years? That that's that's about twenty years. So I think Atlanta will at least have twenty years. I'm just kind of scared to imagine how music will sound like by then. Oh man! Oh no no no! Because no. first of all, 
like I was thinking about it the other day too. Like uh, Yadi and Uzi, and the main thing that you hear in their interviews is like they're just getting questioned about how trash they are, and like oh. how how do they feel, you know, about the history and stuff, and da 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 da. And, and what do you think about mumble rap? And then they're like, Oh, I'm not a mumble rapper. You can hear what I'm saying when I rap. Oh wow! And, you know, so I think they already get ridiculed enough to the point where real hip hop and lyricism is going to be at the top of mainstream parties and all that good stuff again. I, I I still can't believe I was I was checking Twitter one time. Somebody actually referred to the Migos as mumble rap. They Somebody, kind of are. I mean, are, are they? Are, you, you think they're kind of mumble rap? I, mean, I, I, th- I think Migos are kind of mumble rap because you got to think about Takeoff. Like Takeoff is a Takeoff is the most mumble rap of yeah, all, yeah, more yeah, so yeah, than Quavo yeah. or Offset. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Whenever he makes a song, I still, I still can't get over it. Take him off the track. I still can't get over it. You look like I'm left off bad and bougie. <laughs> I left off bad boot. I still can't get. I still can't get over that BET Awards deal with, uh, with him and Joe Budden, and all three of them were. They all got up at once. Like you can tell that that wasn't the first time. No, no, they, they, they got up. They got up. I think it was like uh, Offset got up first, then uh, Offset. I do it look like I'm left off bad and boot. But those guys, man. Migos, I, I was listening to the radio for like a few seconds today because I went to the gas station first before I came here. Short story that you don't need to know. But yeah, so two Migos songs came on from that Culture album. And I was like, man, this was a really good album. I might buy it. Just because I was thinking about how good the Culture album was. Like Migos have really took it to the next level here. And uh, I'm yeah. proud of those guys. 2017 was really the year. 2017 was really the year. Definitely. And so many in so many different ways. Shout out time. to Donald Glover. Oh, him too. Him too. Absolutely. Got to get. Got, oh, of course, since you had that cameo, of course <laughs> you, know, you got to get him some love. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But, but, um, but yeah. I mean, so much is you know, so much has just been has just been so crazy with, of course, you know, music scene and of course in sports and in basketball, particularly with the whole free agency deal. But sometimes certain things. You know, you know, we're in Atlanta. You know, we follow the Hawks and everything, but um, but sometimes it's one of those dull periods where it's like, oh, not really all that much is going on with the Hawks. And you know, also you kind of think that even if stuff is going on with the Hawks, is it really going to actually mean something in terms of that championship up until 2029? Once again, plan the parade down Peachtree. Lock it in 2029. 2029. 20, I'll be I'll be almost like I said, I'll be almost 40 years old by then. But but one thing that actually is going on in some ways with the Hawks is did anybody check out those the new digs, like the way that they're supposed to be renovating Phillips Arena? Like yeah. Like what is I, I and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Like I feel like the craziest whole part of what they have planned for Phillips are the renovation, uh, the, the renovations, the fact that they're gonna have a bar or some sort of courtside bar right on, right, right behind the rim, right behind the rim. Like who dreamed this up? <laughs> who dreamed this up? I don't, I don't even know. It's just, uh, I guess it needs something to distract you from the product on the court. <laughs> uh, all right. So first, I want to do this. He, he clapping. <laughs> he clapping. I want to thank the city of Atlanta for achieving a new level of blackness. 
Uh-huh. Gotcha. To bring a barbershop while you watching the NBA game. It doesn't get blacker than that. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. The Killer Mike barbershop. It doesn't get blacker than know. that. Just, oh, man. That just sound dangerous. See how we we over here, you got your barber over here trying to line line up the back of your head, and somebody do a dunk, and you just <laughs> oh, 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 that oh, you so get up all like so whoa, like oops. So like enough barber shop. The blackest thing. That would be that I've would be something. All they're missing now is the Jr. Crickets in the liquor store. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. But they, they have the bar behind the basket. Was what keep saying. So what happens when someone shoots an air ball and like your drink just knock over? It just knocks. It just knocks over your drink. <laughs> I mean, cause, I mean that happens to people on the stands, of course. But yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with the bar, is just more like likely, I guess, because it's level. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? With with the stands, you have you know levels and all that. But this one is just one level, so it's you know. But yeah, it's good that they you know they're gonna have you, know, you can walk around the whole arena because I don't know it was kind of weird. Like I visited different arenas all over you know United States and it was just one thing was just weird like how you have the suites all on one side and then you can't walk around in complete circle. Like, right. Uh, it's just like you, you gotta know. be exclusive for that. Yeah, I was like Georgia Dome you can walk around in complete circle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Super Dome. I mean, I know. I'm, and it's just like, you know, it makes things better, you know. Suppose just to have a better view when you walk in in the game. So that's that's good, yeah. too, because, I mean, you be literally in the ticket line. You can hear noises, but you have no idea what's going on. And oh, so they're going to have it more open? Supposedly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, just, I know Charlotte has that, and it's real nice. Well, yeah, like, yeah. When you walk out and it's like... Yeah, it's like beautiful, man. Yeah, I think I think Orlando has it too. I don't know. Yeah, Orlando's nice too. Nice arena. Yeah, but you know it's good that Atlanta's trying to make it a better place for people to come to the game because you know I mean I'm, I'm curious to see like you know <clears throat> how that goes going forward because you know you have uh, so many distractions around you like top. That's golf. what I'm saying. The top golf is too much, man. We got to draw a line. Yeah, we already the have top a Taco Mac doing at the game. We already have Taco Mac at Phillips. So you're gonna talk about. All right, we're going to go to Taco Mac. Then we're going to go get a haircut. Then we're going to go to Top Golf with the family. You know, ain't nobody about to be watching that game, man. Who is it that said in the group chat? Was it Eric that said in the group chat that said that the only thing that's going to be, mi- that pretty much is missing is a strip joint? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy probably said that one. It may, it may Shout out, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, Clark underscore. Under, uh, Clark <laughs> underscore Kent underscore 75. I get my Superman on. You. <laughs> yeah, but. But, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see what what happens. I don't know. It's like, okay, so you have 20,000 pretty much in Phillips on a sold out night. So more than likely it's going to be 15,000 a night. <laughs> hmm. 15,000 a night. And then 2,000 are going to be off doing something else. So it's going to be 13,000 people actually in their seats in the, during the game. I mean, I don't know about going to be in their seats in the game. That's the thing that scares me <laughs> because, you know, it's already hard enough that they, you know, it's already hard enough that, you know, people don't get there during tip-off. And then, right. and then yeah. you know, I mean, I remember going coming to games sometimes. There'd be some folks in the, in the fan shop. Right, right. And right. then with the late arrivers, too. Yeah. Right. Well, and then you got to think about, you know, not only do you have these attractions like Top Golf and the Barbershop and, man, oh, the club. Why Why is there a club? Okay. The Zach Brown but, Club? Uh, yeah, yeah, the club, yeah. But, all right, not only do you have all of these things, but you got to think about the lines for these things because it's, I think it's only like one Top Golf booth and mm-hmm. it's, it's only four barbershop uh, chairs. 
So you know what I'm saying? So there's yeah. gonna be long lines to, to just so people can say I did this at a Hawks game. True, true, true. And I just like you said, the top golf thing is is doing too much. Like I I I could go to any stadia in the country i i ain't i don't go to a stadium to play you know some some top golf some top golf bit if, if i wanted gonna, to play top golf i would go to top golf yeah, exactly I'm, I'm and if i like. wanted to play golf i would maybe actually go to an actual golf course <laughs> or i may play mini golf hey, just as long as they have a 35 that, handicap yeah, there's one literally exactly. right, there's one top guy like literally right down the street from phillips arena that's the funny thing about it oh yeah yeah, yeah that. <laughs> is it yeah I, I don't think that's down the street isn't it in bucket no it's in midtown west midtown oh is it it's, oh i never yeah, been to top golf yeah, it's right. I didn't know it was right by Hal Mill. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, just take a little drive, you'll be right there. But you know, you know, some people like feeling exclusive. But yeah, just like for me with the arena, I'll just ideally just having like you know quicker times get to your seat and cheaper concessions and mm-hmm. yeah, I want to yeah, like for me as far as innovations, I I, didn't, I was. The arena's and the Phillips arena is nice. It's actually a nice arena, you know. It's just like it's not like it's outdated or anything like that. But yeah, you know, it's just it's not much to do. Yeah, I mean, like of course, like, like after a while. Yeah, like you know, after a game ends, of course, you know, it's kind of like, dang, we gotta get into our car. <laughs> but you know, yeah, no, I, I don't agree with that. Unless <laughs> you want to go to Hudson Grill or Taco Mac or the park. The park at like a, like ten o'clock. Well, I mean, you said what what you want to do. Like, what what can you do at ten o'clock? Go to the club. Well, Atlanta, like, as we know, we do have a pretty b- good nightlife. Yeah, yeah. It's like the clubs, Peace Tree, which is down the street. It's a True. fifteen-minute walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's there are things to do. I mean, I feel like that there are definitely things to do. They may not necessarily be the the things that you know some people may want to do. Edgewood is like a thirty-minute walk. Right. Ain't nobody trying to walk thirty minutes. Uh, but, I'll walk. Uh, the thing about me is, I, I'm a walker. I'm a I, real, I, yeah, real yeah, yeah. Walker. I, mean, I will walk thirty minutes if I get to a certain like, place. Like I, I did walk. Yeah. To, you know, because yeah. my dorm was on Edgewood, but you know, this is this is America. We trying to we trying to make things more convenient for everybody. You know that you don't have to leave your couch. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Or just I mean, or just hop on the Marta. I, I think there's some things you can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Marta's right there, Dave. Yeah, it's right so, there. So, uh, you you can take place. the Marta to to uh, to Peace Street, and there at, you go. I don't look at stuff like you know. The Lakers, they have it's like they got movie theater and restaurant stuff right by the arena. Yeah, and you can literally walk out there. You know, it's like literally just like like I said, like you walk out the arena. Your only your only options are is uh, Hudson Grill or Taco Mac. There, oh, there are stats. Oh, yeah. Stats and the uh, that little strip down there. With the Waffle Houses, yeah, it's like, a bunch of Waffle Houses. Like you look at the Brave SunTrust, you know they got. Oh all yeah. Them, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Bra- Brave SunTrust, it's like Brave's Utopia over there now. Pretty yeah, much, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I would like to see with the Hawks. That'd be real nice. You, you know? can't oh, yeah. do that downtown. Yeah, because downtown's already downtown's already pretty much packed. Yeah. Like you can do that in Cobb County, and the Patriots have something like that too with Gillette Stadium and Patriot Place. Yeah. So that's you know. <laughs> did, I th- did, did you hear what they're trying to do with the Gulch? Yeah, that's what I thought they were trying to do. I mean, but that's just. Where are people gonna park? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's like, not a, there's not enough parking downtown for that. Right. There's not enough parking downtown for that. Man, it, it, it's it's so it's so crazy. It is so crazy. Like all these developments that are going on, with, where they know that there's not enough parking. Like they, like I'm I remember what episode we, we talked about this. It was a long. It may have been a long time ago. But they trying to get people on this Marta. Like they trying oh, to get yeah, they trying yeah, to get yeah. as much people as they can with everybody moving here. They Definitely. really trying to get people yeah, on this they, Marta. They can get I, it I, that was my conspiracy with with the uh, with the bridge. 
and they can extend it like they're supposed to. When Ned and Cobb, they will get the people on that they want there. But yeah, you know, these governments can't agree on nothing. True. I just think that you know, with you know, with with everything that's going on with these arenas, I just think that. All these, you know, all these teams and all these cities are really, you know, pretty much trying to outdo each other. Like, you know, Milwaukee, they're building a new stadium. Detroit, they're building, you know, they're building a new stadium. Um, you know, just so many different places that they're, you know, Did that Detroit they're... Detroit's a new stadium? Yeah, Detroit's yeah, yeah, Detroit building a new stadium. Because remember, they were like in somewhere in oh, Michigan, which was Auburn like Hills. far away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought they yeah. moved um, Little Caesars. I thought that was... Um, yeah, Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, they're... Yep. That's already imagine, imagine your team playing in Little Caesars Arena. Beach. Couldn't be Oh, so team. that's temporary. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a permanent deal it's, in downtown Detroit. That's yeah. a brand new arena they're going to be building? I, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't root for no team playing in no Little Caesars Arena. Well, that, but Little Caesars is big in Detroit. Exactly. I mean, they're big in Detroit. They're, hot, and, <laughs> hot and ready. Hot and ready rebounds. Hot and ready wins. <laughs> and they got the Red Wings. They got the Red Wings, too, playing. The, the only thing about the Red Wings is that it's kind of sad that they're moving out of the Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe Louis yeah. Arena to go right. into go into um their new their new digs. Right. But yeah, the, the Pistons, they're moving out of the Palace of Auburn Hills and you know into this new arena. And I just feel like, you know, with all these with all these new arenas, everybody's trying to outdo everybody. You know why? Because why? the Warriors. Because the Warriors. I the mean, Warriors have forced oh, the NBA to get better in all aspects of I the mean, game. I just look at it as a business, you know, you're looking <laughs> at teams that like you know, like the teams are getting sold at prices higher than they've been sold before. And, you know, what better way to increase value? Everybody's trying to outdo the Warriors. Everybody, what's a better way to increase value than try to, you know, because you look at the you look at the, the Clippers, they got a, I think they got a billion. And the Hawks kind of screwed up in there. It's got, like, was it 700K? Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Was, the Clippers are building a new billion. stadium, too, in Inglewood. Yeah, and it was like, you know, these teams are trying to cash out. Like, you know, for years they've been rumored that, uh, as the Minnesota's gonna get sold, and then the Nets are gonna get sold. You know, these, these New Orleans. Owners, yeah, yeah, New Orleans. You know, these teams, these teams trying, these owners trying to make money. It's like, and there's a new side hustle: buy a team, build it up, and flip it. New right. Orleans, that that that's an empty stadium, man. It always looks empty on TV when I watch. D- D- New Orleans. That's such a shame, though, because they got one of the best players in the NBA, and they cannot fill the gym. They got two of the best players two. now in the NBA with a- with AD and and Boogie, yep. and they can't fill the gym. I mean, that's a football right, town. I mean, right there, um, right there, by the fun stuff, man. It's kind of there's too much to do in New Orleans. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, like you know, New Orleans, Saints, it's a Saints town. So Saints know. and LSU. Once again, yeah. shout out to Eric. He's probably he's probably Church loving this teams. part. Yeah, so you know, like if they, it would literally have to be like how it is here. You know, being a college football town. You know, like the Pelicans got to literally be like in the NBA Western Conference Finals to get the attention. But you know, the Pelicans, you know, never went past the second round. So yeah, and then also another thing, LSU is like an hour away from New Orleans. It's like UGA to Atlanta. True, and but, both of them are trash anyway. Oh, oh, both of, both of them trash anyway. I still support Anthony Jennings, so. though. Oh, just just so, just so you know, Rashad just dissed UGA and LSU in the no no no. I was saying I was saying LSU and the and the Anks were trash. Oh, no, I oh okay. I thought you were dissing UGA. No no no. I was I was saying like I was, I was saying, saying like you know how you how you said. Uh, uh, New Orleans is an LSU town, and I was like, okay, they can be an LSU town, but LSU is like an hour away from New Orleans. They can be an LSU like, town. Like, like how Athens is like forty-five minutes away from Atlanta. 
New Orleans, New Orleans is an LSU town. Like that's like that's like the big thing. They're a football state right, in right. Louisiana. Right, definitely. Right, exactly. It's kind of it's kind of like Houston. Like Houston, like Texas and Texas A&M aren't technically within the city of Houston, but there are a lot of A&M and there are a lot of uh, Texas fans. They need to root for Houston because Houston got a good team. True, true. Yeah, get but, behind Houston. Yeah, they they kind of um, you know they just kind of under the radar yeah, and lost, everything. Lost their coach and. <laughs> but, I mean, but but you talking about uh, uh Golden State. Even Golden State's moving to a new arena. Oh, oh I, I hate that like, move. Oracle's like ending in a couple of years. So. I hate that move. Why, why are you moving out of Oakland? Folks can't stay still. Moving out of Oakland to, to, go, to go to San People, Francisco. I hate that move. It's, I'm sorry. It, like, it goes back to what David said. It's all about the money. It is. Like, why true. is Oakland... Why are the Oakland Raiders leaving? Because of money. Because of money. Yeah, true. It's Absolutely. all because of money, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy they do leave a big market, but, you know, it's, they say Vegas works. I mean, NHL doing it, it's only a matter of time for the NBA does it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. oh, you said Vegas works? How do they know? They they never had a – there's never been a Vegas team. I mean, they had an All-Star game once in 07. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've seen them believe in it so much. I'm, I'm just surprised to leave a big market for a small market, but, you know. I, I guess it could be like an OKC deal. How uh, OKC, like – when the Hornets went there for a year. Yeah. And, like, they sold out because there's nothing else to do in OKC. And then, oh, the Thunder came over. And uh, they, were, mm. they weren't that good the first couple of years, but they sold out every game because there's nothing to do in OKC. Yeah. But there's something to do in Vegas. Yeah, it's like True. tourists. It's, just, it's a tourist town. I'm just curious to see just, like, how that works. But, I mean, Raiders is clearly the – they should have moved to uh, that new um, – that Stan Kroenke project, that would have been hurt for them. Right there, move back to L.A., that was straight. Well, you know, I think the, the A's are building a new stadium. Yeah. So, I don't know if, you know, it's like just, maybe it's like they could move with, with the A's. It's like everybody's moving in with everybody. But it's just, right. I, I just feel like it depends on, you know, with the A's deal, it depends on how, you know, what the configurations of the stadium are going to be. But then again, they've played football games in, you know, in traditional baseball stadia like Yankee Stadium and Wrigley Field. So it may not even matter in that sense. But right. but it's just it's just crazy with all these, you know, new arena development projects. And like yeah, I said, just, everybody's trying to compete with everybody. And just leverage and stuff now. Now to be like, you know, we can move to a, we can move to one of the largest markets. You know, we don't get this public to pay, our, pay for our arena move to Oakland. We can move to London. Uh, oh, also, hold on. London. I just thought about London. something. David, so so you want the Hawks to kind of like get uh, you want like a utopia. Kind of like, you know, the Patriots place and the Braves stadium. But with new stadiums, well, not new stadiums, but kind of like the thing around it, the area around it, it's kind of inevitable that you have to gentrify. So where do you stand on the side of gentrification and building these utopias around the stadiums. I mean, with that area. <laughs> oh I mean, man! With, I mean, with that area, you already know what's you already know what's coming. You know, you look at the George Dome right right there in the neighborhood that is in. You know, yeah. you see the you know, Herndon Homes is you know that thing's torn down. You know, they're gonna the oldest church in Atlanta. Yeah, gone. You know, yeah, it's coming. You know, it's, parking you know, lot. That you know that is crazy. That West Side, you know, it's a lot of. I guess there's a lot of good real estate right there that's going to get, you know, built right back up. I mean, it'd be nice to, uh, perfect world, yeah, it'd be nice to have affordable housing to be able to, uh, you know, maintain the neighborhoods the way to, you know, just improve them. Georgia State Stadium. That, you know, it's... it's, it's Former Turner Field. It's unfortunate, you know, it's like, you know, trying to push... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's... You know, they're uh, trying to... 
Stadium <laughs> politics in this town has just gone absolutely crazy. But that's every town, though. And try and get right back downtown, you know. Yeah, but th- yes. but but I feel like you know just think just thinking about what you know with these all these developments like the Braves are in a new stadium, the Falcons are about to new, move into a new stadium, the Hawks are basically renovating. But the, the thing that the thing that I just kind of don't like is that the Hawks are renovating this new stadium and the fact that they pretty much for the next couple of years they pushed the Atlanta dream of it into you know into Georgia Tech. So mm-hmm. so that's the you know that's another thing about that. But I just feel like that. You know, they can have, you know, the barbershop. You know, the barbershop's cool. You know, no, no doubt about it, I believe the barbershop yeah, definitely going to be cool. $30 haircuts. $30 haircuts, The, the haircuts, thing that's yes. hurting me is that the dream games are still empty in the tech arena. Oh, the tech hey, arena hey. isn't that big. It's I not mean, big. To prom- I mean, it sucks. You know, I hate to say it, you know, being a woman's sport and then promotion. I haven't seen any billboards or anything like that. The, w- the WNBA... Or the NBA hasn't done a good enough job with the WNBA as far as promoting it, like you said. There's one commercial. Everybody makes fun of the commercial because yeah. there's only that's the only commercial is with the NBA stars talking about why you should watch the WNBA. How about WNBA stars telling me why I should watch the NBA? If you're going to have one commercial. Well, I mean, but I guess because no one knows them because you don't promote the de- league in the first place. Well, there is that one commercial that airs on it that I see on NBA TV, that Watch Me Work commercial. Like, well, that, I see that I, one I saw that time. before the season started. Everywhere. Yeah. Once the season started, all I saw was the NBA players one. Well, I've I've seen you know I've seen you know on on a few WNBA games like I've seen that commercial WNBA games right yeah on WNBA on WNBA games where has it been during MLB games or NBA games true or, especially with their All Star game coming up in Seattle next I mean, month on the annoying NFL Live editions that I hate in the middle of June I mean, right maybe. that's true that's true true. I mean, maybe Atlanta is not a good market for women's basketball. I mean, well, I mean, but that's every market. Like the WNBA period is what what we're trying to say. It just isn't getting attention. Like, I mean, but, think it shouldn't be in a big city. I mean, like, well, they're in a lot of big cities. They're trying to in San Francisco. Like Los Angeles. Los Angeles just won the uh, title. They yeah. have the reigning MVP and the league's biggest star. So, mm-hmm. and they still can't sell out games every night. I mean, like, so what's the problem? I mean, like, you know, you had a team like in Lexington or something, you know, how would that work versus, you know. Well, you know, you had the, uh, the Tulsa Shop, yeah. and that didn't work out. They, they moved mo- to Dallas. And they had the team in Connecticut. And, and they have uh, uh, Skylar Diggins, one of the biggest stars in women's basketball. Well, Skylar Diggins, you know, Skylar Diggins is probably the biggest face of women's basketball. But the thing about no, Skylar Diggins I, is I that. I don't know. Could you say that? I, 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 I think that she's she's up there. I mean, she's, she's definitely, oh, she's up, definitely there up there with Maya Moore and Candace Parker and, you know, and, and, def- and as well as um, Brianna Stewart. But I feel right. like in many ways that, you know, they're in a lot of big cities. Like, and, and, but, you know, like you said, they're also in Connecticut. They're right. also in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun Arena right. as well. But, you know, I just feel like in many ways that, like you said, it would be nice if they were more well-promoted, that they were more well-talked about more. But I just feel like, you know, it may very well be one of those things where they're just struggling for attention. And it, Like, it's so weird that women's basketball players, they talk so much about, you know, how much attention that they seemingly don't get, not to mention going overseas when the season ends. Right. And... They say that they get more attention when they're in college. Right, like that right, doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. Bri- Brianna Stewart said that. At the, I was thinking about at that when I was watching. Year. Yeah, when I was watching um, uh, uh, Connecticut and um, I forget uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Connecticut and Seattle. I was thinking about that Brianna Stewart speech last year at the ESPYS. Yeah. And that didn't change anything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, she tried to make a change on the world's biggest stage on our biggest platform. 
and it still didn't change anything. I mean, you know, change, you know, it's, I feel like it's one of those issues where, you know, change, it, it's not one of those things that's going to happen overnight. I mean, it's going to be something I mean, but I feel gradually. like the WNBA had lots of attention from 2003 to 2006. Like, I thought, like, the WNBA uh -huh. was getting some love. Like, they were kind of considered a fifth major league in a way. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, not a fifth because you have NASCAR, but probably like a sixth major league. Yeah. Like, I think they were getting a lot of attention. We know who the stars were. These days, if you don't watch the WNBA, you don't know who the stars are. Yeah. You, you know, you might know Brittany Griner. You know Skylar Diggins, and you know uh, Candace Parker and Maya Candace Moore. Candace Parker and Maya Moore. That's it. Right, but but, but it, I feel like, like you said, it all goes back to marketing. It really is, in many ways, the same problem that Major League Baseball has. Right. Because Major League Baseball does a, not only do they do a horrible job of, of marketing their stars, they right. do a horrible job of marketing their stars to an NBA audience. Right. That The reason as to why the NBA, is, in, in my opinion, is the number two sport behind the NFL is because the NBA actually knows how to market their players. Baseball don't know jack about marketing <laughs> their players. There is not enough baseball commercials. I think... Uh, Jose Altuve, he, he had a, uh, if I pronounce that correctly, he, he had a, he has a new commercial, but that's like the only dude I know that has a national commercial. I think Trout has a commercial maybe, or yeah. Harper, one of the right. two. But exactly, like, if you don't watch baseball, you will only know three players right now. Right. And that's Trout, uh, Harper, and Aaron Judge. Pretty much, yeah. And, and Aaron Judge gets a lot of love just because he's a Yankee. And exactly. on top of everything else, more so, they're getting these like these endor local endorsement deals. Like I know you mentioned Brianna Stewart a little bit earlier. I know she, um, I know she has been, you know, kind of getting a little bit of love from Skittles, which ironically is the same company that gave Marshawn Lynch love when he was playing for the Seahawks. So it's something See, with I Skittles in Seattle. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know Brianna Stewart had some deal with Skittles. I don't know if it's a deal, but I know well, she was, you know, well, they were shouting it out. So. Yeah, I haven't even seen a commercial. So, like, yeah. that's just another problem. Like, you know, right. and I watched the WNBA. So, it's just like, you know, the WNBA, they have to do better. Kelsey Plum's getting a uh, number one pick. She's getting 50000 Yeah. And um, Did she just sign with Nike? Uh, I don't know. I she think probably she just signed did. with Nike. Something she probably like that. did. She seems like a Nike athlete. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the WNBA, they just have to do a better job of promoting their stars. So does baseball on a national level. Because within baseball, I think people know the, the guys. But yeah. outside of that, people don't know. Yeah, I just remember growing up, you know, elementary school, you know, small ball wasn't a big deal. It's the big home runs. And that's the only reason they got my attention. Like, you know. But they're back to it. Oh, really? They, last yeah. night, they set the new record for most home runs in a, a month. Because they ain't got no dominant guy. Like Aaron him. Judge. <laughs> that's only because he's playing for the pinstripes. You, you, then, you have a star on the Yankees, you automatically going to get love. Uh, and then um, Corey Bellinger from the Dodgers. He's another rookie that's hitting a lot of home runs. Corey, Big market guy. Corey Seager is hitting a lot of home runs. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, you know, there, there's guys hitting. Uh, Stanton, of course, is always just hitting oh, a yeah. lot of home runs. Right, exactly. So, you know, you, you have the guys hitting the home runs in baseball. Like, I think baseball is coming back. I think baseball is back. And it's just taking the uh, you know casual fans a little while to come back, but baseball's back, man. Speaking of commercials, did anybody see that Matt Ryan Gatorade commercial? I haven't oh, yeah. seen it. That, yeah, that, that, that commercial got me so hyped to just I wanted to run on the field myself, and I don't know it, this season. I don't know it got me hyped for the season, man. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, I just think that you know it just you know I know that some 
folks are gonna, you know, kind of, you know, maybe take it the wrong way because, you know, oh, you just can't, you just came off that huge Super Bowl, you know, loss, you know, had the 28 to 3 lead. We don't, we don't. We don't speak on that. We don't speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speaking the of event. the state of Massachusetts. Oh, here we go. The green team in Massachusetts. The green that, team. That, that plays basketball. <laughs> that plays basketball. There's a curse on them. A curse? The curse of R.J. Hunter. Until you sign R.J. Hunter or do my man's right, y'all will never get to speak any of these players that y'all talking about into existence. It Woo! won't happen. Um, oh, <laughs> wow. Y'all couldn't get folks. Y'all couldn't get George. Y'all couldn't get Butler. We Nobody. Just got, we just got one more person I need. Just one more person I need to not go to that green team. I just look at it like this. <laughs> um, you know, it happens. We got a green team out here. You know, they talking about, oh, we going to get this. We going to get that. And the Hawks ain't going to get nobody. Well, it it's, looks oh. like both of us ain't getting yeah, nobody. I mean, it's... I mean, it's <laughs> They pretty much have the same team returning from the Eastern Conference Finals. Worst case, you know. So I mean, that got oh, well, they didn't get swept. They, they won get swept. one game. Yeah. <laughs> they were more than one game away of getting yeah, swept. Something that the Atlanta, the Georgia, the Atlanta basketball team could never do. Oh man, really, really? Yeah. We, we definitely would have won Game Three if Shovel Mac would have hit one of those threes. He were if, but you know. He just had Boston. Just, Boston well, okay, did. okay, yeah, yeah. Every the only difference is Avery Bradley hit the three in game three, yeah, but, and um and Shelvin Mack missed it. That's yeah, the only yeah, difference yeah, between yeah, the two it, teams. It, you know, it happened. You know, they won. That's all. You <laughs> sure about that, David? Yeah, they won. You should. Yeah. They, <laughs> wow. Yeah, can't take that away. You know. True. You know, just uh, put it's one three. Put difference. But mm-hmm. yeah, just uh. I mean that's the thing. Like they gotta you know, do RJ right. I'm just that's the thing. Like shout out to really, RJ. I'm He's not even, on the Trailblazers uh, summer league. I'm not even worried about it. I mean I look at like this. Like I look at Cleveland. I'm worried about them because you know everybody talks about dominating the East. You know they dominate the East. I'm like what? This pretty much participation award for the Cavaliers now because I'm like they missed out on Jimmy Butler. They missed out on Paul George. Come on, oh, they wow. couldn't get. The they, they couldn't. Though. Let's they talk couldn't. about the green teams. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, Cleveland still got all LeBron. year. You know what I'm all year, I had to sit up here and listen to LA gonna get this, Boston gonna get this, and I say, y'all say this every year. No, no, the, the media throws it out. The national media throws it out to make it seem like about this LA is Bob. gonna happen. This is gonna uh, Paul George gonna go here. Uh, Russell Westbrook gonna go to the Lakers. And it never happens year after year after. year. Year, and I told y'all this back in last July. I told y'all this in October. I told y'all this in November, January, February. Oh, you just hating Rashad. Oh, you just and none of these dudes done went to these teams. Man. Get um Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is is that the biggest player that we have going to these two teams? Get um Brooke Lopez. No, no get um L A. They talking about you know Magic Johnson clearly said you know it's next summer. They're not trying to do anything to this year. Man, and then they change it to okay, we just rebuilding for the next year in the next offseason. In the next, I mean off-season. that's smart. Westbrook <laughs> was supposed to go to uh, about two three years Westbrook's ago. Still Kevin Love was supposed to go to the Lakers about two three years ago, and then <laughs> these things never happen. Uh, they never come to different, fruition. Different men. The biggest thing we had was Alice Horford going to that green team in Massachusetts. <laughs> they they what? That really, is the biggest thing that I'm has just, happened between these two teams 
That is ridiculous. I'm just saying. So man. so when are we gonna stop this this myth? This oh he's going to the Lakers. He's going to the. It's not gonna happen, bro. I'll see next summer about the Lakers because they they have the money and they have different management. It's just it's, it's, we it's, say it's, this every year. I'm saying that Jim Buss. That's that was a horrible era. You know you get you give. Timothy Moskov opening free agency $16 million a year. Man. Luol Dang, $17 million a year. This is a different management. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see what Magic does. I mean, like, Jim Buss was awful. You know, they were trying to tell people, you know, when free agency means and stuff, you can be a star. And I'm just like, <laughs> you can be a star in LA. It's about like, you can be like a movie star and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, these guys trying to play basketball. They're trying to figure out what all stars they're going to play with. This is a different age of NBA where exposure. Is you can be a star, you know. If that went by the logic that the only place you can go be a star is in L.A. and New York stuff like that, then how you know Peyton Manning and and Kevin Durant stuff, they all LeBron James, all big stars in small markets, and you know it's just you know the NBA's changed, and I mean I'll just give Magic a, a year just to see what happens. And as far as Boston, you know, you know they're playing it cool. I mean I, 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 I I'm just like you know you just came back from the Eastern Conference Finals. And again, like I was saying, I'm concerned about, you know, nobody expects Boston to win a championship this year. Nobody expects them to win the East this year. But, you know, I'm just trying to see what Cleveland's going to do. And I'm not saying to pick on them. I'm just really concerned because, you know, the thing that's been dominating, you know, because Golden State just won a championship, but you think Cleveland won, how much headlines they've gotten compared to, <laughs> to Golden State. Yeah. And just like, you know, they're like, oh, they might get Jimmy Butler. They might get Paul George. And I'm just right. like, you know, they lost to Golden State in five games. People saying they may get mellow. Yeah, People just, saying that. You know, just Cleveland like, messed themselves up. I was like, how are they going to compete again? Because everybody knows it's going to be Golden State, Cleveland again. And if it's yeah. a 4-0 sweep, because if Cleveland brings back that same team, they're going to get swept. Oh, yeah, for sure. They can't. They cannot go into next year's NBA Finals with the same team. And what you were saying earlier, Rashad, about the Lakers and the Celtics, I feel like a lot of people in the media, I feel like because they have this, they, it's like they want to bring back Bird versus Magic. So I feel like in many ways, you know, when people say, oh, he's going to go to Boston or they going to go to L.A., I feel like they're trying to bring the 80s back because they want that back so badly and they can't understand the fact that, hey, it's a new era. Golden State is dominating the West. Golden State's dominating the whole NBA. Cleveland's dominating the East. And it's like some people just can't get it through their th through their thick skulls that, you know, Boston has had its time, LA's had its time, and you know, it's time for you know, it's time for the new blood. New York was like that a couple years ago. Yeah, just um yeah, I applaud teams for teams that are building through the draft, you know, like LA, Boston. I would expect it. I was kind of nervous that the Lakes would go ahead and just gut their team for Paul George and Paul George is not LeBron James you know like I like I like Paul George I like watching him play and stuff but Paul it, George can't get you a, a win in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs but, the Eastern Conference playoffs y'all said that was so bad yeah. so keep that in mind yeah that's why I was just like you know like Lakers just stand pat you know you got Lonzo Ball you got Brandon Ingram you got Julius Randle you got Zubek you know, stand pat, you know, just do that. You know, it's like, there's really no rush. Don't be like the Brooklyn Nets who got their, who, who mortgaged <laughs> right. their future. Yeah. Who mortgaged their future to, you know, to try, try to build a super team. Yeah, to try to compete with the Miami Heat and couldn't even make it past the second round. The thing and, is, is that they tried to build a super team with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, but they tried to build a super team when they were already over the hill. Yeah, like when they were pretty much washed. I mean, the GMs stuff got to be smarter. I mean, like you look at, you know, I think a lot of GMs are smarter. You know, you don't see like these dumb trades. Like you know, I mean, the little boogie trade was kind of dumb, but 
You know, but yeah. uh, and then this latest Paul George trade was quite quite interesting. I was surprised that he got off of so less, but yeah, and, you know these GMs, you know they seem smarter. You know, like nobody's like back in how it was like ten years ago when you see like the Cavaliers. You know, somebody giving up Antoine Jameson for a Big Z. Yeah. You know, and then be able to buy out Big Z and then get him back in thirty days. You know, yeah, that was bad. yeah. yeah it's like these GMs are smarter, and you know it just. So I mean, it's all about team management. So I'm like, you know, like yeah, don't don't do nothing crazy by trade two of your first round picks to get to get somebody who might leave, or you, know, you know, get somebody that like, oh, you might win two games. I mean, just take your time. But you know, like like I was saying with like, Cleveland, I'm just trying to figure out what they're gonna do because it's just like you yeah. know, because I like the finals. I was I did not like the finals this year. It was just like you know five games I, I was hoping it went to seven you know you know you had social media you talking about J.R. Smith talking about going seven games and, and you know of course you got people that you know hype up this matchup so much and you know it was just it was five games and I'm just like Lord you know if you look at these guys they got you know you miss out on Jimmy Butler Paul George stuff and your free agents are Darren Williams Kyle Korver and, and not and exactly the murderer's row of free agents and then you get a, a year older Kyrie a year older Kevin Love and a year older yeah. Tristan Thompson who right. played horrible this, this final exactly yeah. it's like they can go through the East, but it's like you know what is it? What's going to happen when they actually get into the NBA Finals? Because like you said, if they if they go up against Golden State again with this team, they're probably they're, they're not going to win. I don't see this Cleveland team beating Golden State. I don't, know. I, don't I don't. I don't think a year older Kyrie's that bad. He's like twenty four. I mean, it's like <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's like you know you just got more mileage and stuff because you know you look at teams that like played in the playoffs like multiple years. Like I remember the what was it the Kobe Powell and. Uh, Odom Lakers, you know, they went to the finals like three years in a row. They looked tired against Dallas. And Dallas yeah. ran ran them out the gym. You know, Miami Heat, they went like three years. They played the Spurs for 14, got ran, you know, they got ran out the gym. And it's yeah. just like, you know, like, you know, like you look at Cleveland, they're real top heavy, you know. Cleveland did it to themselves. LeBron James did it to Cleveland, and Cleveland yeah. did it to themselves. And, and another thing about that, you mentioned that, um, you mentioned that 20. 20- 14 team that, that that played against the San Antonio Spurs. Remember, because of that Ray Allen shot in 2013, the Spurs were on some unfinished business type of stuff where they were pretty much like, oh, we gon' we gonna get back up here and we wanna we wanna beat these boys in the you know we wanna beat these dudes in the NBA Finals. We wanna come back much stronger than ever. Oh, and something else as well. Shot, you mentioned New York. Um, David, you mentioned Brooklyn. Speaking of someone from New York and Brooklyn, anybody listen to that Jay Z album yet? I've heard some of it. It's it was pretty interesting. I was surprised at the story of OJ. I didn't expect him to I didn't expect him to cover it, but it seemed like everybody's trying to hop on the OJ bandwagon. You know, you got FX ESPN doing their shows and then now you got people yeah. making songs about it and then he's about to you know go up for parole in this month, I believe. So it's like it's it's pretty interesting. Like, you know, he it's you know, he's uh he seems to be on some different stuff this album. I see some growth, you know, some funability and you know, yeah. it's uh, you know, shoot. You saw the whole album on Twitter. You got pretty much everybody over here tweeting out lyrics and stuff. I was right. Like, I was like, dang, I don't even got to know what the song. I only had to listen to the song, know what it's about. But it looks, from what I've heard, it's uh, it's pretty good. Like, I mean, I can't say it's better than like a reasonable doubt or a blueprint or anything like that. But yeah, you know, it's right. uh. Yeah, it's a good album. I mean, I don't think it's like the way like how LeBron James and all these other people hyping up like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, I don't know yeah. about all that, but we talk about these artists all the time. That sometimes I feel like they get by more or less on their brand more so than on their artistry. I feel like Beyonce is on that level. I feel like Drake is starting to get up yeah, there on that level. Get you, sure. man. 
What was that? The beehive going to get you. <laughs> oh, go ahead, King. Bring on, ahead, bring King. on the beehive. Go ahead, King. <laughs> bring it on. Like, bring, bring it on. Get at me. Get at me, dog. <laughs> get at me. But, you know, I just feel like in so many in so many different ways, Hove is trying to get by on his, on his brand. And he can do that in many ways because he's such a businessman. But... But he's you know, a business he's a, man. He's a businessman. <laughs> but you know, it you know, I, I feel like it, one of the things that kind of struck me out as far as the album goes is that, you know, like you were saying, David, you know, he was showing some growth and showing some, you know, vulnerability. I just feel like, you know, he's kind of, you know, gotten onto that, you know, onto that stage where it's like he's now all of a sudden recognizing like, yo, I'm a 40 some odd, 50 some odd, about to be 50 some odd year old rapper. So I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, on some stuff where, you know, I got to start like being the mentor or something like that for this new crop of young cats that be, you know, that be coming in like the, the Uzis and the, and you know, the, you know, people like that, the, the, the Yachty's. So, so that was the thing about it that just, you know, struck out to me. And, you know, I also saw that, you know, it's probably going to get around attention around here is on one of the, on one of the tracks, I think it was Kill Jay-Z, where he pretty much threw some shade at Future. Talking about, you know, you know, you know, I'm playing football with your son in the future, playing football with your son. And when I was when I was like that, I was like, yo, like really he's dropping disses. He's dropping disses on Kanye, dropping disses on future, dropping disses at the Kardashians. Like, where's all this coming from? Well, I, I heard that that Kanye had a falling out kind of with Jay-Z and, and Beyonce. Like, I think Kanye said it in one of his rants on that tour before, you know, he ended the tour and stuff. When he went off the deep end? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, he went off the deep end when he started going to the Kardashians. Well, it, well the last thing, the, the reason why the tour ended was because uh, I think Kim, you know, Kim got robbed in Paris or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, right, then, right. and then, you know, he, he left that show and then he just ended the tour after that. Mm -hmm. But, um, oh, yeah, but with Jay-Z, I, I always had two complaints about Jay-Z. And that was one, he thought he was greater than Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. And then two... Um, the second one was, oh, when, when he got older the last few years, he ran out of things to rap about. So he was just rapping about his status, which no one could really relate to. So yeah. he's kind of just talking about nothing in my eyes for yeah. the last few years. Yeah, he liked to jump on trends too. So you know. But this this album, I'm telling you, man, this album is something serious because both of those things, he, he, he addressed both of those things. And he came back with the event. He's actually talking about stuff. There's great content in it. I love the album. You know, I, I don't think it's the greatest thing since Slice Bread. I don't think it's the greatest album ever. But, you know, I don't even think it's the greatest album this year. But it's up there, definitely, with, with Kendrick's album. And oh, I was just about to say, Kendrick's is definitely the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shouts out to those two guys raising the bar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and Jay-Z, I respect it. Salute. You know, I, I don't even like Jay-Z like that because of the two things I said. But... He addressed both of those things. Uh, he he addressed uh, he addressed religion, why he's spoken down on Jesus <laughs> right. and God in the past uh -huh. on tracks and all of that stuff, and the reason why he kind of turned his back from Christianity and all of that. And then so I mean, it's just nice to hear that he acknowledges it instead of just speaking down on it. Right. I think that another one of the things about the album that struck out to me was when he, you know, pretty much put out there that his mom was a lesbian. Right. And pretty much, you know, 
pretty much putting that out there that, you know, that stuff about his mom and, you know, bringing that to the forefront because I do feel like you know, there is a perceived problem, you know, in the, you know, within the hip hop community that perhaps, you know, if, you know, if someone comes out or if someone is, you know, talking about that type of, you know, culture that it's going to be in some way, shape and form and, you know, looked down upon. So I do feel like that since it's someone of his status that's actually rapping about it, I do feel that that will bring more attention to it. And I do feel like that, you know, I feel like this could be, you know, him rapping about his mom, you know, coming out being a lesbian. I feel like that would be, you know, something that could be a huge step in terms of, you know, you know, the LGBT culture becoming more appreciated and accepted in the hip hop community, which did, I do believe it does. Did you know uh, Bruce Jenner was a lesbian? Did we? Yeah, did he, we? He's a lesbian. Really? I don't really? know if you guys knew that. <laughs> True. But, uh, Something like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, another thing. He cheated on Beyonce. Like, Oh, everybody's going crazy about that. Oh, he yeah. He cheated I on Beyonce. Like, no one's safe anymore. I was tripping out by Eric Benet. I was up, I was up late last night. And oh, <laughs> I was man. Late the night. I was up late the night the CD came out. And he was up. He's over, you know, Jay Z tried the Eric Benet line, and it was like three o'clock in the morning. Eric Benet's over here tweeting, like, My girl's the baddest. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was Allie Bell, right? Yeah, then it says she tastes like Prince. I was like, Oh. <laughs> she, what? she what? Tastes like Prince. You know? Tastes like what? <laughs> you know, this is, you know, he got Yo. Prince, he Prince's ex wife. Oh, man. He really, he really said, Oh, man. Now, now, now here's the thing. I'm surprised that there are some that there are some with a beehive that aren't coming after Jay-Z for pretty much admitting that he for once in his life actually cheated on Beyonce. Well, I, I think I think they believed it after Lemonade. Cause Lemonade, she's right. like, he cheated. But I was like, I was like, okay, this is just a concept album. This is great job, Beyonce. She's acting and but I mean when yeah. Jay-Z said that, I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Really, why would you cheat on Beyonce? I don't get it. Men, oh. men of power, man. A lot yeah, of I've never had that much power before. So A lot of women probably like, oh, wow. I feel like that's the type of thing because, you know, Beyonce is really put on this pedestal, especially among, you know, especially among black women. Yeah, and, you know, and I feel like women across the board. So I feel like some are probably thinking like, oh, wow, Beyonce got cheated on? Yeah, so if no, she no can get cheated safe. on, anybody no can get cheated yeah, on. Yeah, no I mean, safe. when men in power comes women, so, you know, it's, can't be uh, surprised. You know, a lot of, a lot you, of you powerful think, men. You, have, you think Barack cheated? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, like, coming on, on ex-president. He said, he said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleed the fifth on that. I'm going to bleed the fifth on that deal. <laughs> I, ain't <trying> to have, <laughs> I ain't trying to have a special phone call or anything. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like to believe no. I'm going to say no. I believe in you, Barry. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm go no on that. I'm gonna go on that note too. Like they, 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 they too close. Like they, they now you want to talk about relationship goals? Barack and Michelle, they relationship goals for real. Like oh, <laughs> absolutely. Like you know, they sometimes I just feel like you know sometimes they be posted up on Instagram. They look like a teenage couple. They look like oh, a, yeah, they look yeah. like high yeah. school college sweethearts. Being yeah, like I love that. Them. Shout oh. out hashtag Black Love. But um, <laughs> but um, shout out Jeremy. Shout out oh, Jeremy. Yeah, shout out Jeremy, man. Big day from when this airs. I hope everything went according to plan because I'll be really awkward if it didn't. Uh oh, look out! Loud. We'll talk about it next week on A League. Next yeah. week on the A League, absolutely. So um, until next week, let's um, let's get to our outros once again. You know, this would be you know this would usually be the part where Eric goes first, but you know he's not here today. I don't know why he's not here today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, Akeem Balaam, A K I E M B A I L U M. Twitter, Graham, Beyond the W, check it out.
Oh, this is David Norwood. Uh, uh, Twitter is dnorwood90. Uh, RashadMilligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at who is Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the A-League. Peace out, y'all. See ya. Come on, come on, come on. I rocked the microphone. I had to thank the Lord. I am in rare form. I had to get it on. You never feed me. I use my own seasoning. Autograph cleavage. How many girls believe you? How many girls you tried? I know a girl you lied to. She wants your ad to die. I look you dead in your eye. It ripped the season. It right out the east. My pop me a regal. Put that on my visa. I need me some singles. Don't care if you single. Take your